The Gophers have proven their ability to develop players and talent here in Minnesota. And let's talk about that with some key NFL draft history and PJ Flex time here and what's to come. Unlocked on Golden Gophers. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here. We're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, we've had some waves in this month of February when it comes to every day of the week, but we are about to grind it out for a heavy week of podcast here at Locked on Golden Gophers and I'm talking every day for the rest of February including weekends we've got topics and coverage for you so whatever you want to hear whatever you want to know drop it down below in the comment section on YouTube and be sure to subscribe and hit like so others can find the channel and find the content now like I said we got NFL draft to talk today and Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your 2023 goals. Now, we're talking the NFL draft, and we can't do that without talking about what has happened in the past, what has happened in the present, and hopefully what is to come in the future. So let's kick it off with the past. Now, in PJ Flex time here with Minnesota, in time with the Golden Gophers, We've seen a number of guys get drafted with Minnesota. In fact, Coach Fleck has actually had 12 players drafted in the last four years. Prior to this time, Minnesota took a decade to get 12 players to be drafted. It is the most for the program in any type of stretch like that since 1994. So that in itself is something to be proud of something to see the progress for and something to continue to want to grow and build here and build the legitimacy of the Golden Gophers football program. Now, if all goes well, that list could expand to 15 or 16 players in five years after this year's current draft. Player development has come a long way in Minnesota, and hopefully it continues to skyrocket in that department. Now, since Coach Fleck has been at the helm, the following players have heard their name called on draft day. In 2019, we had Blake Cashman in the fifth round with the 157th pick. Then in 2020, we had multiple guys getting drafted, including Antoine Winfield, who was a second-round pick, 45th overall. Tyler Johnson was a fifth-round pick, 161st overall. Kamal Martin was a fifth-round pick, 175th overall. Carter Coughlin in round seven at 218 and Chris Williamson in the seventh round at 247. So you got five guys right there plus the sixth in Cashman in those two years. Then you go to 2021 where the Gophers got the first first round pick in quite some time in Rashad Bateman, the 27th pick overall. And then Benjamin St. Juice came in the third round with the 74th pick overall. Then you move to 2022, which was last year's draft. The Gophers brought in four guys that got drafted, including Boye Mafe in the second round, 40th pick, Daniel Falele, fourth round, 110th pick, 
Isezi Atomewu, fifth round, 165th pick to your Minnesota Vikings. And then the sixth round, Cole Keith gets drafted at pick 218 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Coach Fleck has also seen some success with undrafted free agents getting onto rosters and getting playing time on the field, actual real minutes in Jack Gibbons last year with the Titans, Keandre Thomas, who has played with the Packers. And then you've also seen guys like Blaze Andrews, Sam Schluter, who have been on the practice squads, who could continue to grind for opportunities. So the growth, the player development, the talent, it has been here in Minnesota, and it has been getting reaped over the last few years so it is great to see it is great to see the momentum and a lot of these players have made some sort of impact or shown flashes Rashad Bateman has when he's healthy which unfortunately he's had some injuries we'll put that out there but Rashad Bateman's talent is next level and he can be a number one for the Baltimore Ravens he showed that in spurts he's had some huge touchdown plays he's had over 100 yards in a few games Rashad Bateman has the talent to be a number one guy, and hopefully he can have a healthy season to be able to put the whole league on notice. On top of that, you've got Antoine Winfield Jr., who has been a starter for multiple years for the Buccaneers, who helped them to a Super Bowl championship on that tough, hard-nosed defense. You've got Tyler Johnson, who also has a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. He has gotten spurts where he's gotten to play, but... When he has had the opportunity, he has gone out there and typically shown to be a very capable guy at the NFL level, and I'm hoping he gets another shot soon. He is currently on the Las Vegas Raiders, so hopefully they'll allow him to kind of take a step in that opportunity, but also he'll get to work with Devontae Adams, which could be great growth for his game. Uh, Other guys we've seen get time, Carter Coughlin with the Giants. Kamal Martin has had spurts with the Panthers. And uh, I can't, I believe he had a little bit of time with the Packers as well. Benjamin St. Juice put the whole league on notice last year when he did absolute work on some receivers last year and shutting them down. He drew some tough matchups. I believe he held JJ down in coverage for uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. So Benjamin St. Juice has been looking really good in man-on-man coverage. Boye Mafe has had a couple sacks. He's shown some flashes in his rookie year. Daniel Falele got some play time due to injuries on the offensive line, but they are hoping to grow him into a starter role. And then Keith. Did it all with the Buccaneers. He had a touchdown last year. He plays very important blocking roles in the run scheme. Coquif does the work, the gritty work that we knew him for with the Gophers. He's been doing it in the league as well. Blake Cashman just got an extension with the Houston Texans. These guys have been showing out. They've been putting in the work and you love to see it. But what could this year's draft look like for the Gophers when it comes to how many players could get drafted? What is the upside? What is the possibility that certain players get drafted there are five potential candidates but how many have a real shot that's what we're going to talk about coming up next first a word to you from our friends over at linkedin jobs who bring you today's show as a small business owner or hiring manager you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with that is why it is important to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills. Now, I'm over on LinkedIn. Anytime I've ever had to look for a job or opportunities in the job world, 
Um, over the last probably almost decade, I've turned to LinkedIn because they have over 875 million member profiles to post your job in front of and get the most qualified candidates for. They have really easy keywords to look for the jobs when you're searching for them as a potential employee. So why wouldn't you want to be in front of that many eyeballs in front of that popular of a job hiring platform? LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools, and they make it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all in one platform. So go to LinkedIn Jobs. They'll help you find qualified candidates to talk to faster, and you can post about your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. Again, that's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege to post about your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Gophers fans, I know basketball has been a rough spot for the Gophers this year. Now, we've talked about last week what are some things to focus on to close out the year. Now, luckily, Dawson Garcia is back, but if you just need some college basketball to fill your cup and the Gophers struggles, you want to continue to cheer some teams on when they go into NCAA tournament play, which the Gophers won't be in this year, we'll definitely chalk it. check out Locked On Basketball, Locked On College Basketball, excuse me, and you will be able to find the latest and greatest when it comes to the top stories and the top teams in the sport. They'll have you covered with every single conference tournament and where the eyeballs need to be, maybe help you root for the underdogs or cheer for one of the bandwagon teams, you know? So check out Locked On College Basketball. It's definitely the place to be as we get towards the March Madness. And it's coming quickly. It is already in the 20s. For February. So March is going to be here before you know it. Check out Locked On College Basketball. But we're talking football. We're talking the NFL draft. And we have five players who have a shot at getting drafted from Dinkytown in this year's draft. Now, I would say of these five players, two are guaranteed locks to be drafted. One is highly likely. One is a possibility. And one is a long shot. That's how I'm at. We're going to break that down for you right now. We're going to talk about four of these players were invited to the NFL Combine. That's back-to-back -back years for Minnesota, having four players there. And last year, three of those four players were drafted. The other was an early UDFA signee right after the draft concluded. But let's talk about this year's candidates. Now, the two locks that I have, the first being John Michael Schmitz, absolutely signed, sealed, delivered. He's getting drafted day one or day two, possibly day one. And I love that possibility. But he is touted as one of the best players over the course of the Senior Bowl, was the most consistent, was a grinder, was a dog, put his, himself on the top of people's boards when it came to interior linemen and centers. They put him at the top because he absolutely did work at the Senior Bowl. Prior to that, he was likely a day two guy, maybe mid day two, maybe possibly an early day two, but... <clears throat> After the Senior Bowl, it looks like he may truly be given a day one grade, a day one guy, and he showed himself as the number one center in the class by a long shot, and it's not even close, as they say. Now, many mocks have him, mocks by analysts right now have him in that early first, or not early first, middle to late first up to the very, very early second. I've seen him go as high as number 20 in the first round to the Seattle Seahawks. And I've seen him go as late as like the seventh round in, or seventh round. Man, tripping over here. I've seen him go as late as the seventh pick 
of the second round, not the seventh round by any means, but the seventh pick of the second round. So that's kind of the range you're looking at that late day one up to the very early day two would love to see him go in that first round and have another guy in PJ flex time go in the first round. But I think overall the promise is there. The upside is there. And like I said, I think this is going to be the first offensive lineman jersey that your boy will ever own and i can't wait to see what team it is for so john michael schmitz will be rooting for you on day one now the next player that i think is a lock absolutely signed sealed delivered to get drafted it's just a, ma- a matter of when and where is terrell t time smith now he showed his chops at the shrine bowl i was impressed overall and he impressed many of the new england patriots staff and which is the staff that he played for in the shrine bowl now new england is a team that consistently finds gems of dbs to ball out that are usually underdrafted or undervalued and so i would love to see him be the next player of that ilk the next player of that fit to go out there be on the patriots and ball out but it's not just the patriots who'll give him a look I believe he at least gets drafted on day three, but he could be an early day three pick, like a fourth or a fifth round guy. And if his combine shows out, if his pro day looks real nice, he can maybe creep his way into that third round. But overall, Bucky Brooks during the Shrine Bowl week called him a prototypical cornerback and most defensive coordinators envision on the island in their schemes. And we saw him on the island. We saw him locked down in man coverage here with the Golden Gophers in spurts. Now he had some health things over the years, but this year especially he locked down, showed out. T-Time also had a, a sack on the blitz this year. He can do it all. He does what he's asking. And again, prototypical type bat cornerback. So Love to see it overall with tea time. His pro day and his combine results can only help increase his stock. Now, could it hurt him? I don't think so. I think he's going to be completely fine in that department. But even if it, if he somehow didn't show out at those times, if he didn't put on his best performance, I still think he goes day three and gets drafted somewhere. So Terrell tea time, I'm excited to see where you go and we'll be cheering you on. Now, moving on to the one highly likely, I think that is one Mohammed Ibrahim, although he will likely find himself going on day three due to his age and due to the injury that he suffered, the production, the contact balance, the vision, and the understanding of the game and the field IQ helps someone like on a team take a chance on Mo Ibrahim. I do think he will get drafted. It's just a matter of when. And so... He's already led the Big Ten in rushing yards twice, and he led them in rushing touchdowns twice, including a full season after his injury of the torn Achilles, which people have called an absolute career killer for running backs. They basically deemed it the end of times, a graveyard to the running backs, and Mo Ibrahim put all of that to shame and absolutely blew up last year following the injury. Even defensive coordinator Joe Rossi discussed an oppressor this year saying, and I quote, I talked to some ACC coaches about, you know, this game coming up, and they're like, listen, we see Mohamed Ibrahim, and that guy is awesome. 
He also said, I got friends in the league, in the NFL, of course, and they're like, this guy is the best guy. In my um, humble opinion, he's the best. I think he's going to have a bright career because he makes something out of nothing. Some guys need space. Some guys want to slash and bounce things. Well, if you bounce things in the NFL, your career is short. You've got to be able to create and be able to set up blocks. You've got to be able to get things when there aren't things there. That's Mo. And I 100% wholeheartedly agree with him, even though he'll be an older rookie, even though he's coming off an ACL, or not an ACL, a torn Achilles, we've already seen him show that he can bounce back from that. We've seen that he has the talent and the production, the ability to do it against any team. We've He's done it against the Iowas. I mean, he put up 200 and some yards on Iowa, which is going to have multiple guys go on day one and day two. He's put it up against an Ohio State defense. He's put it up. I'm, he's done it against some of the best defenses in the entire country. And I have no problem thinking that he's going to do it in the NFL. Now, do I think he's going to be a starter in Ezekiel Elliott out of the gates or anything like that? No. I think Mo is going to be hopefully landing in a system where he can thrive, where he can be maybe in a committee of sorts, and he'll be used in the short yards and in the in the red zone scheme, in the short yardage where he doesn't have to have huge bursts, but he can help set up for success on the early downs, in the short yardage situations, and in the goal-to-go situations. So Mo Ibrahim always fights forward. I think he's going to get drafted day three, highly likely, and that is the third guy there. Now, on to the one possibility. This is the final guy that got invited to the combine, and that is Jordan Howden. Howden was one of 25 safeties invited to the combine. Also got a call up from the NFL PA Bowl to the East-West Shrine Bowl, which is a good sign and a step as well. He also worked with the Patriots staff, like we said, with Terrell Smith and had at least two strong days where he really stood out to analysts and coaches alike. Now, he also worked with the Patriots uh, group, like I said, so maybe he's a guy they could find as a diamond in the rough, a guy that they really liked, but they haven't put it out on blast and screamed it out to the world and the rest of the NFL guys to see, but he could be someone that they try to take late and really let them develop and hone in and be that guy. Because you know what? He is that type of hard work, do your job, just grind, just grit. That's the Patriot way. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them have interest in him off the field. He is every coach's dream. He's high character. He's a leader. He's involved. He's great with the media. And if he can show his athleticism in the combine, in the pro day, he will be very intriguing to teams with a successful combine and with a successful pro day. I do believe he can move himself from possibility to that highly likely area. So I'm rooting for Jordan Howden, especially in these early spring times. And we'll see if he is able to hear his name called on draft day. So those are the four most likely guys. Hopefully we see all four of them get drafted. But I did say there were five guys that have the potential. The fifth one is the long shot. And I do think it is a long shot. But that guy is Tanner Morgan. 
Now, he was not one of the 15 quarterbacks invited to the combine. He also seemed like a guy that had his ups and downs throughout the week of the Shrine Bowl. Now, more than likely, Tanner will become a undrafted free agent. But if he uses that opportunity to choose the right system, choose the right fit, he could maybe find himself hanging around on a roster or a practice squad and try to grind and grit and be a guy that can help in that department. Because when you got you got guys like... Tim Boyle, you got guys like John Wofford out there. If they can hang around on these rosters, I think Tanner can scrap and find a way to get on a roster, but that is just time will tell. We'll see what happens there. He has the IQ. The IQ is there, but the talent and the strength will be called into question. Now, again, he's a great vocal leader, great character guy, high quality man, human being. And so I do think he can find an opportunity for himself given he chooses the right system to work in when he has the opportunity to sign as an undrafted free agent if it comes to that. Now, here's the hoping that Minnesota can add four or five potential players drafted in this year's draft, but we will be sure to keep you up to date as the process goes along further but we have to talk about the future because is this it is next year we don't have any guys drafted no there are guys on the horizon and we're going to talk about each guy that could have the opportunity to be drafted in 2024 coming up next First, a message from our friends over at Built Bar and I am not sure how they do it. I'm not sure how Built does it. But they make these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And that's even better that they are healthy. Only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can now find them at Walmart or at Sam's Club. And you can order them online at built.com, like we've always said. And you can use promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off your order each and every time you head to Built. So be sure to restock. Get your flavors that are the go-to because they have flavors out of this world. If you haven't checked in the flavors, I talk about them all the time on the podcast, but I want you to go to built.com, check out the flavor options, see what piques your interest. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off of that flavor. And then you can start heading to Walmart every time after that to go get your favorite Built Bars on demand. So be sure to check out that Built Bar built in 100% real chocolate. And check out Built Bar at a Walmart or Sam's Club and Built.com today. All right, Gophers fans, let's wrap this thing up, and we're going to wrap it up talking about guys of the future, the draft prospects that will be coming ahead in the 2024 draft. Now, we already have big dogs on the radar, including Tyler Newbin, who is coming back to try to have a similar approach to John Michael Schmitz, where you can see yourself maybe going in that day two area, and you're trying to get to day one. You're going to scrap, you're going to ball out, and you're going to be the guy to take the next step, put yourself in those top categories, All-American, all conference you name it he was a second team all conference last year gonna try to get to that first team gonna try to get to that all-american and really show out for this defense so tyler newbin coming in there brevin span ford also coming in in that department was should have been third team for the big 10 at least but was honorable mention he is going to make one of those top three all conference teams. And honestly, Brevin Spanford has already put his name into the category of a top 
five top three tight end in the 2024 class. So if he can continue to ball, if he can continue to build on the numbers that he saw last year and grow in that department, I think you'll see both of these guys getting day two conversation at the minimum, possibly day one and get senior bowl invites. So I, I'm excited to see them grow. I'm excited to see them really put their names into that upper echelon. Now, who are other players outside of those two that will be in the potential conversations for the draft of 2024? Well, you're going to look at guys like Sean Tyler running back who is transferring in from Western Michigan. He has the speed. He could be a very, very solid special teams guy, maybe carve an opportunity out. One thing that stood out to me is he is very cognizant of his game. He talked with the Gophers social media team and Jenna Thompson with the team over there um, and talked about his the NFL player that he shapes his game after is Naheem Hines, who is great in the special teams and carves out a role for himself, at, for his team, in that NFL landscape. I think that is something that Sean Tyler could do and find himself doing, but he wants to put himself on the radar when it comes to having teams look at him, having teams at all his practices. And he's doing that by coming to the Gophers. So I think Sean Tyler has a big opportunity and with a great season this year, he could really put himself on the map to get drafted in 2024. Another guy is Chris Amon Bell, final year of eligibility. He was on draft radars all over the place. Heading into the 2022 season, I've saw like people potentially putting him in the fourth round and the sixth round. Unfortunately, he had that injury. He's coming back. He's going to redeem some of that. And I think he'll put himself back into the conversation because he has that ability. He has that talent to get there. He's a good route runner. He can win the one-on-one -on -one ball. He can win across the middle. He's smart when it comes to field play. So I think Chris, Chris Ottman Bell will definitely put his name back into the conversation. Then you've got guys like Justin Wally, though I think he'll probably come back for a senior season. He would be eligible after this year, and he was a freshman All-American when it came to PFF. Hopefully he can come back to that high potential and find himself in those type of conversations after this season. Nick Callerup is another guy who could return for a final season after this year, but I think he will be valued in that Coquive type of role. He's one of the best blocking tight ends in the entire country. And so I think his name will at least bubble a little bit, maybe not 2024, maybe 2025, but it's a potential. So those are four guys on top of the other two that I think could put their names into the conversation for the draft. Now, some of these could be long shots. It depends on them having a massive leap from an eligible player, but still they're in a good position to be in the continued growth for the program and putting themselves into that professional level conversation. Now, this roster is littered with pro talent for the next few years. And hopefully those types will only grow and grow and continue to find more success for the program, which can help lead to more and better recruiting and more quality talent and all of that helping this program grow and thrive and survive in the Big Ten. The future is bright moving forward, and I am excited to see more Golden Gophers at the pro level for years to come. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked on Golden Gophers. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know who you think could be pros for the future. Maybe not just 2024, but even looking further out. Maybe someone like a Darius Taylor. Maybe someone like a Zach Evans, like a uh, Kendrick Lanier. Who knows? I want to know who you think could be an NFL type guy in the comments below on YouTube. And be sure to hit subscribe while you're there. Thanks for listening. This is Kane Rob signing off. I'll see you tomorrow. Row the boat. Sky you mine.